0: Hello, world. Welcome back for another ISSA podcast, Trainers Talking Truths. It's your co-host, Jenny Scott, here with my co-host, Dan, the Mandarin. How are you doing, Dan? Jenny,
1: I am excited, so I got invited. I am (laughs) really happy to be here today and looking forward to hearing so much uh, in-depth conversation and the story behind our guest, Jody. Absolutely.
0: Dan, you're such a nerd and I love it. Ah. <laughs> this is why I love
1: you. you um, got to be that. silly. you, you, you got to be silly. Life's too short to be serious. I,
0: mean, I spent right. too many years being serious. Right? I know. Well, we do have a fabulous guest with us today. And I actually have the honor of knowing her. Um, I've known her for, gosh, I guess it's been like six or seven years now. She actually helped me write my first ebook way back when I was working in the gyms is where I first met this guest. Um, But she, her tagline and like some of the stuff that she'll talk about is called Delicious Deficit. Delicious Deficit. Such a cool tagline. We have with us Jodi Chandler. Welcome, Jodi.
2: Thank you for having me. it's
0: nice to see you again. Yeah, you too. So Jodi has like done all things weight loss. Like I, you guys will be, we'll reference where you guys can see her pictures and find her ebook and stuff guys, but phenomenal transformation since I've met this woman. Um, and she did it all the right way. So Jodi, I want to dive right in. I want to find out what, when did you decide that you wanted to start your weight loss journey?
2: So I, um, like a lot of, probably men and women, um, have been dieting probably my whole life. So I've been um, yo-yoing and failing for probably 26 years of my life. Um, You name it, I've tried it. So um, in 2016, I actually had um, weight loss surgery. Um, I had uh, the VSG surgery. By 2019, I had gained, so I lost uh, 80 pounds with weight loss surgery. By 2019, I had gained back about 40 of that. So I was looking for a solution with weight loss surgery. And by 2019, I was right back on that roller coaster of weight loss. Um, And I was 41 years old. So if you can imagine, you know, a a lifetime of, you know, that roller coaster, I was kind of exhausted by it all. Um, I was exhausted by the dogma, you know, the the keep carb calendar 20, no processed food, no eating past 7pm, this food is bad, this one good, you know, off the chart intensity and, and you know, the rituals of, you know, the food prepping, the walking in the rain for 10,000, know, all of it, I was so, so burned out yeah. on it and looking for A solution that surely I could be successful at. There are people that lose weight, right? And keep it off. Surely I could be one of those people. So I eventually, uh, you know, did the Google searching and came to a scientific term, calorie deficit. And so in uh, 2020, uh, after, like I said, a lifetime of diets and restrictive eating, I lost over 70 pounds and finally learned how to have a positive relationship with food. So that's it.
0: That's awesome. Now I followed you on Instagram through the whole thing, girl, so I've seen it all, and people that will end up uh, getting your information later and following mm-hmm. you, you guys can go back and see her progress because I know you posted like your scale. You would post your scale measurements and then you had a, like a cool like outline that you would post to you like, this is how many pounds I lost this week and this is how many yes. calories I consumed or what my deficit was this week. What did you use to track your progress along the way?
2: So um, I used My Fitness Pal to track my food, and then I just used a Google spreadsheet. I actually have a year's worth of tracking um, on uh, my website. So I tracked my calorie intake, I tracked my steps, and I tracked my um, if I if I worked out, and I used Google um, for that Google Sheets.
0: Gotcha. It's
1: simple, right? Totally. If it's not measurable, it's not movable, right?
0: Right. Yeah.
2: So I could, you know, I use that spreadsheet to reference, you know, um, my calorie intake and, and um, to see what it should be for the next month, things like that
0: absolutely now not a lot of people are brave enough to post that kind of stuff on social media even your pictures along the way I, I love seeing your face too because again I know you so I was like oh show me your beautiful face but you'd always post it's like so your scale measurements or like your little thing that you made but like did you find that it kept you accountable when you posted that stuff online
2: for sure and I think what happens is um you the, the one of the number one things when I went into this is I said you know Healthy weight loss is it was losing two to two to eight pounds uh, a month and you have to be okay with that. And that was the first thing that I had to wrap my head around and um, move forward being okay with two to eight pounds a month. So I did uh, a that uh it was like a calendar a 12 month um calendar with 12 squares in it and and each month you know i incrementally lost five pounds this month seven pounds this month but it all adds up to that you know 70 pound weight loss for that year
0: that's awesome did you have a number in mind when you started or was it more like i just want to feel better
2: so of course yeah i wanted to feel better um and also, I wanted to weigh around 150, okay. so 150 is my goal. So I'm still not there. I'm actually 15 pounds away from my goal weight. So I'm still eating it in a calorie deficit. I haven't eaten in a calorie deficit, of course, every single day of this year. Um, so I do go to um, back to maintenance, um, back to the calorie deficit. So I'm pretty much um, to uh, my goal weight. I'm I'm almost there
1: nice that's awesome
2: yeah
1: i have a question for you jody so yeah. if you could take let's say uh go back and, and your journey started quite a ways back um with surgery, surgery initially
2: sure. let's say
1: pre-surgery, pre-surgery when you knew in your mind i really want to do something about this i want to make a yeah. change in my life and if if you could know what you know now on september September 9th, which is today's date, September 9th, 2021, back in 2019, 2020, what would you tell yourself that you believe would have helped you or would help you, or in this case, would help others out there listening in that journey?
2: Yeah, so I think you know, we're always looking for the diet. What's the diet? Meaning what, what can I not eat? What can I eat? What can I purchase? Is this waste trainer going to help? Is this supplement going to help? But I think the, the number one thing that we have to know or learn is how am I going to interact with food in a positive way? I just, I wish I would have figured that out and asked those questions in a world that we live in that, 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 is so processed, the food is so processed and readily available. How am I gonna interact with food in a positive way? And spend months, maybe years figuring out um, how to do that. And so that's pretty much what I did for the last or what I'm doing for the last two, two years. You know, I, I always say I'm on chapter 20. I'm 20 months into f- finding that answer. Um, I just went on vacation and uh, chapter 20 was how am I gonna interact with food on vacation? You know, am I, am I going to bring my food scale with me? Am I going to work out? And for me moving forward, I chose, I'm going to enjoy myself on vacation. I'm not gonna weigh my food. So chapter 20 of, of that was, I am uh, gonna enjoy myself on vacation. So I'm always answering those questions. And, and I just feel like people should should answer those questions. Um, and, and they would be better off in the end, really.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So it sounds like you're still working at it every day. Because I was, I was going to ask, is it still overwhelming for you? Do you still feel the way that you did back in 2016?
2: Yeah. Oh, no. I don't feel, uh, I feel um, like I'm progressing for sure. I feel so good. Um, I look so much better. It's just everything is, is fantastic as far as, you um, the, the results and my efforts. The thing that I realized though, is I've had disordered eating, like I said, since I was 17 years old and I'm, four, and four, and I'm 43, or I'll be 43 next month. But um, so I know that I have to keep working at it. There's going to be a day where um, I'm on maintenance and maintenance might still be tracking and weighing. Then, phase three might be no tracking in wing. so i'm I'm, you know, might be three or four years into learning how to interact with food in a positive way. But I'm on my journey. I'm two years farther than I've ever been, and I'm gonna keep going until that day exists where I'm not interacting with food in a way that doesn't hurt me, you know, hurt my stomach because I ate too much or hurt me psychologically because I feel bad about. Um, something I ate or did. So um, you know, I'm always working on, on getting to that point. Absolutely.
0: That's awesome.
1: That's fascinating. I'm, I'm, I'm just engrossed. And of course we have video running right now, folks. So I'm, 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 I'm just tuned in and engrossed with this uh, topic and what Jody is sharing about in particular, the relationship with food. So I, would you mind maybe digging in just a little bit more for the listeners? What did that look like for you? Because I think it's fair to say that we're all unique and we all have different, you know, relationship with food or exercises we like, things we do and don't, you know, books, uh, no, Kindle, uh, you know, we're all different. And so what did it look like for you? Because I'd love it if maybe some of our listeners had the the ability to not only, you know, put themselves in your shoes, but maybe relate, Uh, because I have a feeling I will too. So
2: Sure so um, my in in 2020 what I told myself you know of course I started in January the uh, I started January 7th and all I said was you know what I'm I'm gonna eat anything I want um, I just can't eat it all today I'm going to eat um, X amount of calories and so what happened is I literally, ate anything, like I would weigh out jelly beans and and see how I interacted with that. I weighed out, um, you know, pasta, anything that fit within um, those calories. So I was really learning about the foods I uniquely enjoy and the foods that uniquely make me feel good, the foods that are uniquely available to me. Uh, So when Uh, every, every month, you know, I, I would learn more and learn more. It wasn't until month nine where I learned that, Hey, I need to eat a lot of protein because my goal initially was, you know, yummy food, but by the end, my goal was not being hungry anymore. So I was, I, I learned how to approach food differently too. Um, Initially I was excited because um, there was no more restriction. So yay, how exciting that I get to eat this piece of cake or that I get to eat these jelly beans or this pasta. But now month 20, I'm like, I approach food as what's not going to make me hungry anymore. Cause I don't, I don't like to be hungry. I don't think, I think um, especially people who have restricted a long time um, have that real fight or flight. Kind of feeling um, for hunger, so uh, I try to eat as much uh, as much protein as I can, uh, about 150 grams of protein uh, per day, and um, you know that's kind of how I approach food now. But it's taken it's taken me you know a long time to to get that because even even in, in the past, saying to me in a restrictive mindset that hey, eat 150 calorie or um, grams of protein that's still restricting me. You're telling me what I have to eat. So it took me a really long time to, to, to get not a really long time. It took me, you know um, I would say a year to get to the point where I was really protein focused.
0: Yeah. I think it's awesome though, Jody, that you're still focused on foods that you like. Like you said, I I eat jelly beans. Like I'm gonna eat them. I just have to figure out how many I can eat and how does my body respond to it? If it doesn't respond well, don't do it again, right?
2: Exactly.
0: But I just want to I wanna ask you again at the end, but can you throw out your Instagram handle? Cause she posts some amazing looking recipes. One day I saw it was a while back. You made like waffles or something. I was like, this girl's eating waffles. (laughs) And then like the recipe. Like you have some great recipes on your Instagram. Thank you.
2: Yeah. It's delicious stuff at delicious stuff. So if you can spell that delicious. Awesome.
0: Simple enough. Check out her recipes, you guys. Thank you. In my opinion, as somebody who loves nutrition and is very, very um, educated in nutrition, like that is huge. You have to enjoy what you're eating because if you're just eating chicken and broccoli or chicken and rice all day, who said that that was a thing? Like I'm a right. bodybuilder and I don't even eat that every day. So like you can eat, I just ate a bunch of candy corn right before we got online. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, it's candy corn season, right? But yeah. how much did I eat? I had two servings and I logged it in my fitness pal, right? So I know how it affects the rest of my day. Right?
2: Exactly, yeah, I love that.
1: My wheels are turning though, because I'm thinking, okay, eat what you like, keep track, maintain caloric diet. How many Reese's peanut butter cups could I have a night, <laughs> uh, Jody? Because that's all I need per night yeah yeah
0: yeah the key for me is night
2: two two is like 180 calories you can totally totally make it you can totally make it maybe have some um,
1: not two pounds how many pounds All right, I better, I better, I you're digress. Zero, two pounds. You're yeah.
2: going to be hungry that night. Let's just say <laughs> that. Maybe have I, some Greek yogurt. Maybe <laughs> sprinkle them on Greek yogurt. <laughs> there
0: you go. I'll put a little yogurt on top of the big cup. My thing is, if you're eating at night, why are you eating at night? Because you're not, are you going to go yeah. run a marathon while you're sleeping? Like, what do you prefer? Yeah. <laughs> go, go to bed, Dan, go to bed. <laughs> you sound like right my wife. You're, yeah, you're going to hear Jody's. <laughs> Stay voice in bed. Her. You don't need that food. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's always an option, I guess. Just go lay
0: down. <laughs> yeah. You know what time it is, guys? It's time for another ISSA Rapid Review. Michael Martinez had this to say about the ISSA Sports Nutritionist course. The course and material was very well designed. I was able to understand and put my theory into practice with all the help of my textbook and the online access. Thanks so much, Michael. So Jody, you mentioned going on vacation, and you were like, you know what? I'm not going to stress myself out about this. You worked so hard over these last couple of years; like, you just yeah. went and enjoyed your vacation. How yeah. do you feel about those cheat days? Do you like? Do you, what What was that process like for you?
2: So I don't really have like a cheat day. I mean, I don't think I should overeat um, on vacation either, because just overeating makes me feel gross. It makes me feel yeah. um, not the best. And I want to feel good. I want to navigate the world with energy and, um, you know, not, you know, gas, <laughs> you know, not, not feeling icky. Yeah. Um, so I, I eat, um, I just order like I, eat, you know, pizza and French fries and I had a few here and a few there and I drank alcohol. Um, the other thing is, um, I don't go on vacation a lot, so I didn't, I don't really need to create a strategy where I'm maintaining my weight on, you know, a lot of vacations. Um, I think restaurants, you know, I might go to a restaurant more than once a week. So, you know, I have a strategy for that. I usually eat fish and vegetables and there's no, um, crazy, uh, you know, need to eat, uh, or, or go off the, the edge, because I already allow myself to eat like the waffles, or the pizza, things like that at home. So it's not a free for all when I go out, but I do eat, you know, things that I probably wouldn't cook at home, which is which is usually fish, things like that. So just having a, a strategy for for those days, including, you know, vacation, it might be different if I went on a lot of vacations, I just don't. So it's not something I have to, you know, plan for a day day to day. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: I guess that's easier too that way. Um, yeah. So when you're talking about budgeting out your food, so basically picking the food that you want to eat and oh. like planning it into your day, do you have a strategy that you use on a daily basis, um, whether mm-hmm. it's a maintenance day or your deficit mm-hmm. day? First of all, how do you choose between a maintenance day and the deficit day? Like you said that you're kind of bouncing back and forth.
2: Right. So I, I think definitely if you're going to be in a deficit, you know, 12 weeks is about as long as I like to do that. And um, this year I've had a really hard time because I, I have yo-yoed a lot because I'm still learning that skill set on, on how to be in maintenance and how to be in um, a deficit. So I've found that I, I need to pick a time frame and I need to stick to that time frame and either be in maintenance or be in a deficit. Um, it doesn't help when you throw in a vacation, things mm-hmm. like that. The, it's so hard, you know, to be in that deficit. I think people underestimate how hard it is. Uh, for everything to align and for that scale to, scale to move, so to give yourself the best opportunity um, to see the 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 scale move, um, I think you just choose choose that time frame. And um, let's see, what was the other? So then, once you've figured out whether you want to be in a deficit
0: or mm-hmm, a maintenance mm-hmm, day, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. how do you go about? planning your day? Like, is there a strategy to that? Cause like gotcha. most people should be eating right more at breakfast and less towards the, as the day goes on. Do you mm-hmm. think of it that way? Or do you just kind of take it one meal at a time?
2: Sure. So the, I work from home, so I have the ability to cook during the day. So of course people are going to have different approaches. I also have one son, he's 15 years old. So I don't have a lot of things going on where um, that need my attention. So the night before, I track um, everything I'm going to eat um, the next day. I might need groceries. So I will put whatever one or two things I need on on the list. So everything is is pre-tracked. I eat at specific, um, so I'll eat breakfast, lunch, snack, dinner, dessert. Um, and as far as dessert goes, I don't have a specific time uh, of that. It might be, you know, eight o'clock, it might be nine o'clock. So it might, it might be later. Um, and I try to eat lunch and dinner, really large meals. I want to fill myself up. And I think that's a, uh, that's an issue people, people run into is they eat too many snacks. Yeah. And they try to they, they're kind of proud of the fact that, hey, I, my dinner is only 300 calories, um, but I want to be full. I want to eat a big about probably about 550 calories for lunch um, and dinner, small breakfast, very small snack and around 200 uh, to 250 of, um, let's see, of dessert. I didn't actually eat breakfast all the the first year because i wanted to push all my calories forward i don't know if that's a good a good idea or not um i i think it it could cause people to binge um and also, I don't believe in, um, I don't know, I guess people do, I, I don't have a, a background or education in, in nutrition. So, um, uh, but fasting before exercise, things like that is not something I do. So if I was to exercise in the morning, I would definitely make sure that I, I ate breakfast. Um, so yeah, just having those big meals, I think is is one of the biggest things people, people can do because then you get you get full you feel satisfied and, yeah. and it's gonna help you get to your next meal and, and, and not snack. And that's really important to be able to feel um, uh, that uh, you can get to you know, dinner without having a whole bunch of snacks.
1: So a question for you, uh, Jody. I think it's pretty common for uh, folks to have like their go-tos, right? They're quick and mm-hmm. easy. And, you know, at the same time, something that you will enjoy, you know, that's yes. quick and easy. It hits the spot. It works for me. Uh, today, my quick and easy hits the spot was a tuna sandwich. I was like, mm-hmm. I am hungry. I didn't eat breakfast. I can make this sucker in five minutes. Right. And I, so right. Boom, down it goes. But uh, what are some of the go to's for you that you really enjoy? That, that kind of check all the boxes that I, I would bet you've shared on your Instagram, but that you'd like to kind of share with others. And there's a part two to this. What are your go-tos that would be like, uh, is, are you really eating that? Uh, like jelly beans. You know, Okay. There's gotta be something sexier than jelly beans. Right. I mean, I'm talking like <laughs> German chocolate cake with a big old pile of whipped cream, but right. now what are some of the things that aren't, you know, what, People would normally think of as quote unquote dieting, by the way, I hate that word, but quote Uh unquote dieting that are also go-tos that you're able to indulge in.
2: Sure. So I, I think we can all agree that like pasta is like such a no-no. Like it's, it's, it's considered, I think in my mind, before I started all this, like you don't eat pasta, like that's the worst thing you could eat. Right. Right. Um, But I love it. It's only 200 calories a serving. And now they have protein pasta. So now you can get the protein in there. So I think um, uh, protein pasta, lean protein, and sauce, and, and you'll be super excited, especially people who have been so restrictive for so long, um, you know, make that dinner, I just can imagine them being like, holy cow, like, this is awesome. Like I'm eating, pro, I'm eating pasta and I'm, yeah. I'm losing weight. Um, chicken is definitely my go-to lean protein. Um, it's, I call it like, it's kind of like the designated driver. So I can like party with the other higher calorie sauce <laughs> and carbohydrates. Does that make still and still be full? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and, and the key with chicken is, Stop overcooking it. And we always think about, you know, all the all the stuff we can buy to lose weight. Buy a meat thermometer, like seriously. Like in if you're not excited about what you're going to eat, you're not going to eat it. So 165, just remember that. Chicken, 165, <laughs> not 200, not 250. <laughs>
0: yes, you heard right? it here first. Learn how to cook your chicken.
2: <laughs> yes. Um, I love like Greek yogurt is like my thing i love greek yogurt and uh, i do this zero percent so that's usually my dessert is greek yogurt with with some fruit things like that which is which doesn't sound exciting but again i'm approaching food differently now but i but i ate cake for there's a sugar-free cake that i used to make i don't have the taste for it anymore but um i would eat cake a piece of cake every night it's like 220 calories um I love ice cream. I mean, any you can make anything fit, you know. Yeah. Um, as far as like something like indulgent, um, you know, is Chicago deep dish pizza going to fit? Probably not. Can I make a similar <laughs> kind of pizza? Again, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just kidding. But, um, it's just not that important to me to, to eat that pizza. Like it, there's just such a mind shift for me that I'm not going to let a stupid pizza or fast food, like get in the way of my goals anymore. Like my health is, is too important. And, you know, I deserve to navigate this world in a body that I feel comfortable in. And I'm going to keep working towards that because, that's really freedom to me. That is the freedom that I, I've wanted for, for 26 years to be able to manipulate my weight in a way that was safe and healthy and sustainable. And, and, and I'm there and, and it just, you know, takes a lot of, a lot of work and, um and, and you have to be willing to put in, in, in that work, but it's super worth it. Super worth it.
0: Absolutely. I just got chills, Jody, because what you just said, you just verbalized everything that I have felt watching you go through your journey on Uh what you post with Instagram. Because at some point, I, like I said, I knew you years before. Right. right? And at some point, you kicked that wall down and said, enough. Right. Right. Like, I'm going to fix this once and for all, and it's going to be work. And that's what a lot of people don't remember. It's going to be work. It's not just you're going to wake up today and be like, oh, but I'm in a deficit. No, you have to put effort into it. You have to weigh things. And you're years in. And you still have to weigh and measure things. Um, Right. Amazing. Like eventually somebody's going to get to that point where they say enough is enough. I have to figure out how to teach myself to do this um, and to do it as a lifestyle and and be okay with the fact that this is the way I'm going to live. It doesn't stop me from doing things, going on vacation, hanging out with friends. No, like it's important to you. And I think that's amazing.
2: Yeah. And I think that's the scary thing about, um, you know, diets that we do is like, what's what's the exit strategy of you know the cabbage diet or or the <laughs> keto or or you know what is the exit strategy? what happens on day eight of your seven day cleanse you know what i mean yeah um and that's the kind of um you know things you have to think about and 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 granted i'm 20 months into this um I'm almost at my get- goal weight. I've spent 26 years playing games.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: A year is nothing, you yeah. know? I, and, and I think that, that that's the thing that like, like makes me emotional, you know? Like I wasted all that time, like, you know?
0: Yeah. Here you are. I look at you go.
2: <laughs> right.
0: I'm so proud of you, by the way.
2: Thank you. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Those were some powerful words, Um, obviously, you know, uh, emotional words, powerful words. And uh, to to Jenny's point, when she said, you know, that was, I watched it happen, what you said and then what you said afterward, Mm -hmm. I am quite confident that our producers who go through this uh, are going to take a piece of that, uh, but I I think they call it a soundbite. It was a Mm -hmm. powerful statement that you made two of them about mm-hmm. making those changes and taking that ownership i yeah. mean i'm, I'm here it's like rocky right they're gonna knock you down they're gonna knock yeah. you down again you gotta keep keeping up i hear mm-hmm. it right now and yeah. it's gonna be the soundbite from jody so thank you yeah. for speaking Thanks, from Dan. the heart that's, yeah. that's what we need to hear
2: yeah definitely it, it is really you know emotional especially uh, you know my age you know the, you know i i hate to keep repeating that but like you know, this calorie deficit and interacting with food like this was like buried underneath all of the BS of the diet industry. And like, I'm, I feel so burned by it. I feel so angry from it. And it's definitely a trauma that not, not only do I have to, you know, figure out how to interact with food in a positive way, I have to like forgive myself mm-hmm. for, you know, that past, I guess. And I I just want to reach people. I just want to reach people and let them know that like this, this way of living, you know, exists is scientifically backed. You don't have to play games anymore. Stop studying for a test. You're never going to take, you know, things like that. So, you know, I appreciate the opportunity to, to speak today and, and, and I appreciate you cheering me on Jenny. I mean, that, that means so much to me that, um, you know, you've seen, you've seen, you know, you, I was 330 pounds when I met Jenny. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So So speaking of reaching people though, Jody, you put in the work again, she's a fabulous producer of eBooks because she helped me write my first one. You have written an ebook. Tell us about that ebook where we can find it. What's it called? Tell us more.
2: So um, it's called How to Eat Cake on a Diet.
0: <laughs> I love it. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, and it, it, the first half is just, you know, the year of um, 2020 and, and what I really did. And it goes over about 10 um, very specific tips on um, how I lost the weight. And then the back half of it is how to calculate your calories. Um, how to um, enter it into a spreadsheet, things like that. And, um, also the, the Facebook or the, I'm sorry, the Instagram page is, it has a lot of recipes on it, things like that, but I'm always available for, for questions and whatnot. And that is on deliciousdeficit.com. Nice.
0: How to eat cake on a diet. I dig it. Mm -hmm. So definitely check that out. You guys fabulous information. Thank Thank you so much, Jody. No, thank you. So glad you could be with us. That was powerful. Thank yeah. you, Dan. That was
1: powerful. Jenny, I'm sure, you know, in the training world, uh, I, I always used to say, and I'm sure you do for sure, is I won't uh, ask you to do it if I can't do it or if yeah. I can't demonstrate it and or if I haven't done it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in the, the world of nutrition and weight loss, that that's a real stretch because there's people preaching all kinds of different stuff that they've yeah. never tried. They don't understand or they haven't walked in those shoes. And uh, this, this is exactly what folks need to hear because you've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. You, you skipped all the, the, the nonsense stuff and uh, you're, you're, you're a walk and talk and breathe that testimonial of what works. And, and so thank you for being here.
2: Yes, thank you. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. Absolutely.
0: So guys, go check Jodi out on Instagram, delicious deficit at delicious deficit. And then deliciousdeficit.com is her website. Check out her ebook. Phenomenal woman, phenomenal information. Love you, Jodi. Thank you so Love much. Love
2: you. Thank you, Jenny.
0: Absolutely. Any last words for our listeners today, Dan?
1: Just a big thank you for being here.
0: Yeah, absolutely guys. And as always, and this is so applicable today, we leave you with our final parting words, make good choices. (laughs) We'll be talking to you guys soon.